Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. Before we get started, please take a moment and head over to wherever you listen to us and subscribe and leave us a review. It's been incredibly beneficial heretofore, and we just ask that you continue to do that as we make our way up the chart so that we can impact more lives for the good. Thank you so much for your participation and your partnership and for coming back week after week to listen to the episodes. Very much appreciated. Episode 17, Long and Short Term Goals. It might have been family four years ago about, if I remember correctly, I was reading a book called The Strangest Secret Ever Told by Earl Nightingale. It was published in the early uh, 1950s. And as he talked through the chapters, what I quickly found out when he hit his climax is that the strangest secret ever told was that people fail because they don't set goals. We have more recent evidence from a massive amount of research that suggests that only 5% of the population is deploying this strange secret called goal setting. If you desire active prevention from drifting, you have to set goals. The definition of drifting family is going through life day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year without doing what we have been talking about in the previous episode in this episode, which is focused on long and short term goals. Former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Winston Churchill, said this. He who fails to plan is planning to fail. I don't want that for you. So let's unpack this together. In the previous episode, what we said is that for us to conduct future planning, we needed to have a framework. We said the framework was vision, setting life goals, determining our purpose, planning, and focal areas. Today, since you've already had the opportunity now, based on the time that episode 16 dropped in this episode 17, long and short term goals, you've had the opportunity to sit down and think through and write down what your vision is. Where do you see yourself five years from now? What sort of meaningful change do you want to make? What is your legacy. And then from a life goal perspective, what is it that you're going to pursue? What is that thing that's going to differentiate you from others who have gone before you in your craft, in your trade, in your discipline, in your family? And then the purpose, are there consequences if you don't do this? What happens If you decide to tap out, give in, give up on the life goal, who does that impact? And now for where we are today, the planning for the long and short term goals. I want to bring back to your remembrance the 
focal areas. We had several of them. I don't suggest that you have to do all of these, but there are a couple that I'm most certainly going to put an asterisk next to. The focal areas are mindset, spiritual, body, financial, business, slash professional relationships, and then family as a bonus. It is important to note that this podcast exists to help shape a mindset that will eliminate limitations, attitudes, behaviors that don't serve you and effectively limit your capability. Worse, don't allow you to realize the fullness of your destiny. As your host, I ask that you do me a solid and ensure that mindset is at the top of your list and then pick others from the focal areas that resonate with you. Long-term planning is more complex and it has more tactical elements and therefore it takes a longer duration. Depending on which body of research you look at, it's three to five years. Some call that mid. I'm going to call it long because the world that we live in is changing so rapidly to try to plan 10 years for the truest definition of long term is just difficult. So to make this simple for us, three to five years, call that long term. Short term is going to be within 12 months, 12 months or less. There's one other term that I need to share with you that should be a part of this process, and it's called a milestone. Within a one-year period, let's say, for instance, you're going to check in on a quarterly basis, and on the quarterly basis, you're going to say, hey, I wanted to lose 20 pounds this year. So that means I've got to lose five pounds every quarter. Have I hit that first milestone or not? The milestones help us and serve as a building block to help with confidence. They give us momentum and they give us confidence. So when we're in a short term space, in fact, let's back up for a moment. Long term, I'm going to give you an example and we're going to break it down into these elements. In my work as a coach and as a mentor, there are numerous people I speak with and they want to know, hey, Mike, how do I get from individual contributor to senior management? Right. We develop a strategy based on this framework. We have a long term goal that says I want to be, I want to set myself up to be promoted into senior management in the next five years. And then we have various short-term goals where we're going to begin to break out what's necessary. We'll have one short-term goal that says we're going to work on EQ for a year. And then we're going to work on communication skills and networking for a year. And we're going to work on business acumen 
and professional relationship and team building for a year. We're going to work on leadership and management for one year. And finally, we're going to work on building a personal brand for one year. Each of those five areas that I just articulated are going to make up our short term goals. And as we plan those out for that five year track, each quarter, we're going to be checking in to make sure that the milestones that we set for that year against each of these short term goals, we're actually hitting them. And for the same reasons we have already shared, they help us with momentum. They help us with confidence. And then once we have those two things working in our favor, there's always a degree of I can do it that comes along as a third party with those two elements. Now, in corporate, we use the SMART goal system. SMART is an acronym, meaning the goal should be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. I don't suggest that you use every single one of these elements, family. I suggest that you use these specifically for your short-term goals, and that will be very easy then when you check in quarterly for your milestone updates to truly track whether you are meeting the spirit of your goal or not. I've been using SMART goals now for 10 to 12 years, it seems like it. And what I will tell you is that this system is tried and true and it absolutely works. Keep that in mind. But I want to also offer you a couple of pro tips because for some people, this is going to be a little bit of a daunting task. And I want to take that element out. This should be fun and this should be exciting. And the backdrop is that I'm going to be a five percenter. I am now going to be in a position where I can take charge of my future. We're going to be laying down a set of things for us to look forward to each day instead of kind of just going through life and experiencing whatever you are presented with in a given day. We're able to now anchor ourselves in our life pursuit and these goals so that when life intervenes and attempts to throw us off track, now we have some way to pivot back to this specific goal setting exercise to help us get back to ground zero, to change our state from what it was trying to morph to back to a place where it serves us. And if there's automatic negative thoughts that are coming into your mind, into your heart, we can use this as a mechanism to turn that attention back to the goal. Wherever you place your attention is where you're going to place your focus. And when you have attention and focus on one thing, everything else is overshadowed. And that's why we say, a positive mindset is paramount 
in a negative mindset is detrimental. Here's a couple of pro tips that I've learned along the way that I want to share with you. Goal setting fails if we don't review them every single day. When you look at your vision board, when you come into your meditative state, whatever your morning teen is that gets you prepared for the day, an overview of your goals should be a part of that. That's incredibly healthy. Second, you have to have an accountability partner. It should be someone that is okay with checking you. No matter what the relationship is, they're going to feed you the honest truth. If you present to them weak reasons for not attaining the goal, they're going to give you three levels of why so that you can get back to what really took place. I most certainly recommend if you don't have anyone in your circle that can provide that for you, that you hire a coach or a mentor. In the absence of that skill set, you have to have an accountability partner. If you have an accountability partner, you have an 85% probability that you're going to follow through and attain that goal. That's how important an accountability partner is. Number three, these goals that you're setting are actionable, family. That means it's not enough to write them down. It's not enough to post them on your board. You have to be intentional about the execution of these. They have to have a higher priority than whatever you do with your time. I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't have work-life balance. Okay. What I'm saying is when you're spending time doing things, you're not carving out specific cycles for these goals. That is not a setup for success. There should be dedicated time each day for you to have uninterrupted cycles to work on these goals. Okay. And number four, some of you are already doing this and you're going to make some small modifications based on what we've shared today. It's okay for you to have stretch goals, but if you're very new to this and you don't have that momentum, you don't have that consistency, you don't have that confidence just yet, no stretch goals. Work toward creating an environment where you can consistently produce results. Last one. We learn the best and fastest from the pain of defeat or the victory of winning. I don't want you to see defeat as final. It is not final. It simply means that what you intended to do with good intention, it wasn't crafted just right for you to complete the task in a way that would give you finality. We are to learn from the part which we did correctly. Look at the part that did not work out. Then reshape how we're going to go after it a second time. And we use the same process for the third time. Giving up is not an option. On the other side of this, when you have a victory, when you hit a milestone, I want you to celebrate. I want you to celebrate in your entire being because in doing so, you will be reminded of something that I mentioned in the open, that you're a five percenter now. 
You are amongst an elite group of people who are not drifting through life. Your life now has purpose. You have a framework, not only that will work for you, that now you can share with others. And you will be on the other side of what Winston Churchill said. People that fail to plan are planning to fail. You, family, will be planning to win. That concludes this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. Please share this with your family and friends and anyone that you know who's struggling with long and short-term goal setting. Tag me on IG at Your Thought Life, Y-O-R, Thought Life, no spaces. And leave a comment. And as we typically close, I want you to know you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. We're going to do everything in our power to help you. And until next time, take care and be safe.